0: and welcome to This Woman Can, another great edition of This Woman Can, and I have a fabulous guest this week. My guest is Kaylin Bartholomew. She is an integrative nutrition health coach, a Hatha yoga instructor, and a meditation and mindfulness teacher who helps her clients make healthier choices for themselves and their families, creating a more balanced and joyful life. She does this by using holistic approaches, recognizing that real food and exercise are only a part of what brings us balance and helps her clients explore all areas of their lives, that be love, relationships, career, money, spirituality, and the environment. But you could be asking Janice, well, why is she on the program? Is what she does. Well, we're talking about her because before aligning her career for, uh, her passion, should I say, for health and wellness, Kaylin spent 20 years as a banker working in New York, Miami, and Trinidad and Tobago. So that's a huge pivot, and that's why we're talking to Kaylin today. Kaylin, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Janice.
0: And I can see we're going to have an interesting conversation. That switch from banking through to health, health and wellness. So tell us a little bit about your journey and where you got to where you are today.
1: All right. So, I mean, banking was one of the things that I'd wanted to do for a long time. I have a background in. I started my career as an accountant and as an auditor, actually auditing banks. And I thought banking was exciting. It was dynamic. It wasn't the same. So I was like, that is exactly what I want to do. And, um, you know, as luck would have it, I actually got a green card in in the lottery. I won a green card. Okay, okay. I moved to the U.S. and I decided to do my MBA. And coming out of my MBA, I got uh, my first job on Wall Street in investment banking. Wow. So I was really excited um, about that opportunity. It was exactly what I was looking for. Um, Lots of growth and development for me personally. And um, then the financial crisis hit in 2008 and the whole department was wiped off. But luckily, um, I used that time to move back to Trinidad, and I went straight back into banking um, here in Trinidad as well. Right, right. And right. so I just continued in my career in banking. I um, really loved serving my clients, finding solutions. I love that every day wasn't quite the same. Mm. And um, it was all great until my life changed. I became a mother. Okay. So that my okay. Priorities. My priorities shifted quite a yeah. bit yeah. Um, and it was really diffic- difficult for me to balance getting um, everything that I have to do done um, and taking care of a, of a little baby, a toddler who was wanted my time and my energy mm. and I just didn't have it with the demands I had yeah. at, at my job. Yeah. So yeah. it started to take a toll on me on my health. So I started to you know suffer from all sorts of health complications acid reflux and high blood pressure and right. all sorts of things yeah. and um and and I realized I got to a point where I realized okay this is just not going to work <laughs> you know something's got, gonna have to give and so I just decided to step away from it right not necessarily intending to um go into entrepreneurship but just okay Let me just take a break and let me figure out, let me find a solution to this problem, because this is not sustainable. Mm. And in that break, I did all the things that I had wanted to do for a long time. I had wanted to do yoga teacher training because for me, yoga was the one thing that kept me sane throughout my hectic career up to that point. And so I just wanted to learn more about it. I really delved into my meditation practice. I got really fascinated about food and how changing my diet, I was able to Mm -hmm. heal myself of so many different conditions. And, And so in that space, I said, well, I'm already out of a job. Why don't I, I know there are other people like me right struggling yeah right right, finding the right balance and figuring out how to you know I knew what I should be doing but figuring out how to make that work realistically with the lifestyle that I had and so I said you know let me try and see if I can help others do this and if it doesn't work out I could just I could just find another (laughs) job Right. So I always knew in the back of my mind, I had that kind of in my back pocket, my experience and my education to go back into finance or banking. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that it's been six years now um, since I've been doing this. And it's really been um, very rewarding for me to help people along this path and to help people to know that I can make time for this self-care. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A couple of things really stood out for me there when you when you were talking. The one thing I always tell women, I tell a lot of women, that when you're in a career or something that's not aligned with your values, as much as you are fighting it, your body has a way of telling you, "Uh uh-oh, the game is up. You know, you need to do something about this. I've experienced it. Um, I've definitely experienced it. And so it's interesting to hear you talk about the fact that you are starting to feel have health concerns. To me, that's like a warning. It's definitely a warning sign um, in some aspects. And the other thing I liked, which I love, 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 was when you said about if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. So and for me that's all about getting a, overcoming that fear of failure because we yes. are it's ingrained from us as a culturally it's ingrained in us to be a success. So how did you get that mindset of saying, well, look, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work, you know, that's that's the way it is.
1: How did you get that mindset? I guess I was pushed far enough. Where I where I knew what, what what I was doing was not sustainable. It was right. not working for me for my health. It yeah. was not working for my relationship with my daughter. Yeah. It was not working for the sort of family life that I envisioned for myself. Yeah. Yeah. um so i think i had just been pushed far enough now you know i i make it sound like i just made that decision it took a year <laughs> of knowing <laughs> this wasn't sustainable to yeah. actually making that step because it never occurred to me yeah. that i could just walk away without having a plan i always thought yes. well i have to have a plan i have to know what's next before i make that move yeah but i yeah. felt like i didn't even have the time to allow myself to figure out what that plan should be right and i really felt like i needed to give myself that time. And so what I did, I mean, my background is an accountant. I sat down one day and I did a budget. I said, okay, if we don't change anything in our lifestyle, how long can I take to figure this out (laughs) that we can continue living? Right. Yeah. And knowing that, yes, there were lots of things in my lifestyle I could cut back on if I needed to. Yeah. And so I just wanted to kind of give myself that comfort to know yeah. that, you know, I have time and I have space to yes. figure it out. And, yes. you know, there's no deadline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, other than being able to pay the bills. Right. I still had a mortgage yeah. to pay Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I still yeah. Had to make sure that those things were adding to my stress. Right. Um, and so I had to give myself that space. So I think it was is that knowing yeah. um, that, you know, I have the experience mm. that there are other opportunities out there yes. and this is not yes. the only opportunity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and you say you didn't have a plan. And you, and yes, you took a year. But in effect, you really did have a little bit of a plan because you were wise enough to think, well, let me do a budget. I may you right. know, it, it wasn't a fully fledged plan or no, what is my next step? But yes. it's the fact the plan was, well, look, I can't do this much longer. But yes. I know I can't do this. I need to give myself some breathing space. So let me see financially how long do I need how how long can I support myself if we do a little bit of change? That's a bit of a plan. Yeah. Yes. It's the precursor. <laughs> it's like the precursor to your main plan. So um so so so, so that so that's great. So so Kayla, Throughout this journey now, you've been doing it six years, and you've been—you sound like you're very happy, and you've been successful. at it. You're really enjoying what you're doing. But what has been the greatest? Um, what has been the what, what has been most unique about pivoting um, mid-career, mid-life, mid-career? What's been the most, you know, the challenges and things like that?
1: Um, I would say the challenges. For, the biggest challenge for me was a lot of my identity was tied up in, in my job and my yes. title and my profession. Yes. So I kept telling myself, Kaelin, yeah. you're a banker. Yeah. You're a banker. Yeah. Why, why? Yeah. you know, this is not what you are. This is not who yeah. you are. Yeah. Um, so just because you are passionate about food and health and meditation yeah. and yoga yeah. and you helped yourself doesn't mean you can help others. Yeah. Right. So I kept there was a lot of um, that language I was yes. using for myself. Like, yeah. who are you? Why, who, yeah. who do you think you are? Right. Why do you think you can help people do this? Yeah. Um, so that I think that was the heart, the biggest hurdle for me yeah. personally yeah. to yeah. overcome.
0: Yeah.
1: And, yeah. you know, if I had to do it all again right and I didn't see that as a hurdle I think one of the things I would do differently for sure is being able to tap into my existing network so I because I was concerned about or worried about what other people would think that other people would be thinking those same things yeah instead of using the network that I had already built yeah you know through my years in corporate I just almost pretended that they didn't exist Wow! and just started off on my own and just doing my own thing and with a few close friends of course yeah um, yeah. not really leveraging the power of my network to really be able to do uh, my work so it took a little while for me to build up that confidence right right experience that I felt okay let me start reaching out to some of the people that I know
0: and, and, and you know you, you you probably saw me light up a little bit there when you talked about identity because i was saying to you off air that i'm right i'm writing something about the challenges that we face especially black women yeah. face mid-career and that was one of the things that i've been having quite a few in-depth discussions about is how our identities often entwined in our ro- in, in our role and yeah. the fact that and and i also sometimes think that we don't always have control over what we choose to do, because one of the things I've been exploring is the fact that if you come from uh, immigrant parents or migrant parents or whatever, you know, our parents always want better for us. And they often measure their success on how successful their children are. So they direct them, encourage them, I'm being nice here, encourage them to to go into careers that will be deemed as successful. Yes. You know, so it's not necessarily what we choose to do. So I loved when you talked about the title, the job and the profession, you know, what's my identity outside of that? And I think so many of us definitely struggle, definitely struggle with that. And, you know, um, I've often shared the story that when I left my corporate role as CEO, when I was in the role, everybody knew me. Right. When I was outside of the role, Janice who? You know, literally, yeah. because again, it was about what I think the other thing was like, you know, what service do you what purpose do you serve for people who want something for you? And I was exactly. comfortable I was comfortable knowing that I was leaving that behind because that was actually quite painful, quite a pain yeah. to have that constant demand. So I totally I hear that. And I'm talking too much here. So. Uh, <laughs> so what would you say, Kayla, has been your greatest um, achievement throughout throughout in your new career in your new career in in your pivot
1: to me which is just getting it off the ground really (laughs) right overcoming those um thoughts um i had about myself overcoming you know the thoughts i had about myself as an entrepreneur really taking the steps to get the support because one of the things that I really missed in working was having a team of people that I bounce ideas off of so on and so I kind of felt very alone in my um, journey in terms of building this thing up and so I found a group of Female entrepreneurs. Um, so we have a little mastermind. So that yeah. has been really very valuable in my um, progr- progress. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, everybody's in a different industry, but we're yeah. all there to support and encourage each other. Yeah. Right. Also connected with other health coaches, both locally and yeah. internationally. So just to kind of have that network of people so that you know that you're not alone in the, pro- yeah. in, the, in, yeah. the um, in the journey yeah and yeah. so I you know for me the biggest thing was really kind of getting it off and also I would say running my first program you know <laughs> because again I started off because I was hesitant doing a lot of one-to-one coaching yes right? yes I and I could really delve deep and I could see your results and Being able to open up and do my first group program, um, that was, you know, that's something I still remember. I remember having everybody in the room and literally shaking before (laughs) I launched the program. But it was really successful. And, you know, people to this day who were in that first program tell me how much it changed and transformed their lives. And so, you know, one of the things that has helped me um, to move past some of the fears and insecurities I have is, Really feeling a sense of responsibility and obligation okay. to be able to share these tools and help others along the way, because you know honestly I actually loved my job, mm. but I didn't have the tools to be able to to cope. Right. And Had all right. some of these skills, had I had yeah. a coach back then, yeah, um, I might have actually stayed in my job. Right. right. I might have. tried Right. Found a way right. To yes. Yeah, Um, And so I feel like, you know, once we learn these things, I I can't keep this to myself. It's something that I have an obligation to help others along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And this can make a difference between somebody going along the path and eventually developing diabetes or or a heart attack, right, or a stroke or somebody feeling really unhappy and unfulfilled in their life. And all they need is to learn a few breathing techniques to be able to calm themselves. Hmm. Um, the impact that it's I've seen in my clients in terms of their relationships, that is also profound because as humans, that's really the most important yeah. thing for us to be yeah. able to connect with others. Yeah. And even in my own personal relationships, I've, I've seen it. Right. And, and so it's really, I feel like, you know, this, I have to take myself, kind of come outside of myself and say mm. this is not about me mm. right this is about who needs to hear this message right there's somebody who needs to be um who needs to be served by this and that's what I'm here to do okay. so and uh, so
0: you took the role of entrepreneurship and I appreciate you wants to change careers because it didn't fit you, you know banking didn't fit in where you were or aligned to what was was important to you at that point but why not go to work for somebody else in the health and wellness field as opposed to entrepreneurship? Because I can hear some women saying, look, entrepreneurship's not for me. I want to change career. All these women seem to be going to entrepreneurship, but I don't want to do that. So what made you choose that, road, that route as opposed to working for, some, for another organization in that field?
1: Um, I I think, well, in Trinidad right now, that that role doesn't really exist. Right. right? Okay. It's very limited. Even health health coaching, you know, when I first started, a lot of my work was just educating people about health coaching right? Um, life coaching was now starting to become known. And, you know, some people were getting um, business coaching and executive yeah. coaching. And so the whole mm-hmm. concept of coaching as a whole is something that um, had was not well known. Um, it is something that I, to be honest, I'm still open to. I okay. work for an organization in, in, in the health and wellness field. Um, because for me, it's important to be aligned to the mission, right because right. that's the thing that banking didn't give me yeah right yeah. I didn't feel like I was connected to the overall vision of what we were trying to do yeah, um, yeah. and so I, I am open to that as a possibility in the future okay um, but it was more or less because the opportunities didn't really exist here right, right. And, right. Um, and I really started off to say well let's see if I could help one or two people mm. not necessarily feeling like I'm going to make a whole career out of this. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And so, yeah. So now actually I'm doing a lot more work in terms of corporate wellness. Yes. Um, and I think again, like... my background in corporate has been yeah. really helpful. Yeah. Um, and COVID has been very helpful yes, in that. Too. yes. So, Companies are now recognizing the mm. value and how important it is that they have a responsibility right. to be able to support their employees during yeah. this time. Yeah, and so you're seeing a lot more companies are open to those possibilities now. Fabulous, fabulous. So, looking
0: back at your, deci- at your decision, um, what did you? What regrets do you think you would have had if you didn't go for it?
1: Definitely, I would say. The impact of my relationship with my daughter. So my daughter is now 11. Okay. And at the time uh, I left my job, she was in preschool. Mm -hmm. And she would literally be begging me to come and pick her up from preschool. Wow. And I would be like, oh, mommy can't come today. Grandma yeah. is coming, yeah. granddad is yeah. coming, uncle yeah. is coming. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. so it was yeah. everybody else, but I can't take a, I can't run away from my job yeah. and yes. come and pick you up at one o'clock in the afternoon. That's just not happening, yeah. right? And, um, And so being able to take this time um, you know, so for her whole primary school education, I was there, I was there mm. in school for school activities. I was there yeah, for school field yeah. trips. Um, she just completed her, um, secondary entrance assessment exam, which is the okay. placement exam to going yeah. to secondary school. And I was there to be able to support her throughout that. Fabulous. And, um, and so, and, and not just be physically there, not just to have mm. the time. But also to have the presence of mind, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. To be able to to really give her the quality time and attention that she needs. Fabulous. Um, so for me, that you know, that is is key, right? Because I made the time for her before I came home mm-hmm. from work in time to you know give her dinner and read her story and put mm-hmm. her to bed. But mm-hmm. I was always in my mind rushing back to all the work that I had to do after you went to bed. Yeah. Right? So yeah to read another story no we can't read another story right that's our time limit because (laughs) I know what else I had to do so I wasn't fully present and engaged as a mother Um, and that was something that that was one of the things that just didn't sit right with me because I wanted I expected more of myself yeah and I wanted to give her more and I wasn't doing that so I think had I not been able to take that time away Um, that's one thing I would definitely would have regretted. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. So throughout the transition,
0: throughout the transition, what do you think was the most difficult aspect of it and what would have made that journey easier?
1: Absolutely. The mindset, the mindset <laughs> aspect of it for sure. Um, but one of the things I would say made my journey a little bit easier was because I was doing the work in terms of my yoga teacher training right. and my meditation um, training where I was doing a lot of introspection Right. Yeah. Um, uncovering some of those aspects of myself that I didn't like as much, mm. but also uncovering my strengths. Yes. You know, yes. and being able to recognize those and play to those. Right, And so um, I think that definitely helped me along the journey because I was doing that work. Yeah. Um, And one of the um, things that's really important for me as a, as a coach, but also as a mindfulness practitioner is to be able to walk the talk, right? I have to be, I can't be giving my clients this advice and not doing it myself. Um, And not to say that I'm perfect all the time, but it's important for me to always be doing the work. It's important for me that self-care is is prioritized. It's important for me that I'm still cooking healthy meals and and making that happen. Even the times where things get busy or I'm dealing Mm. with a personal challenge and I, I still find a way to make those things happen. And so... That work of uncovering who you are and yeah. journaling and staying with those difficult emotions—all of those things—kind of helped me yeah. to um, to deal with those mindset challenges when the imposter syndrome uh, arose <laughs> and you know those fears pop up yeah. uh,
0: in, in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing for sharing that. So, can if you had to start over again from scratch? knowing what you know now
1: what would you do differently that's a great question I I would say definitely figuring out who I am right that's something that I would have done much earlier in my um in my life right Right. so again as you said as you know we are as migrant, um, children, right. We're kind of encouraged to just get that great job and yeah. get promoted and move yeah. up the ranks, And that's what success is all about. And, yeah. and so I kind of started my career doing all of those things and, um, I'm not really connecting with what, what is it I really want? What yes. is it that really brings me yeah. joy and fulfills me? Yeah. Um, and another thing that came out of that is recognizing that I did rely a lot on those um, external sources of validation, right? Um, to yes. make myself feel good, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, and so coming, you know, coming into entrepreneurship where I didn't have that,
0: yeah,
1: right? I didn't have you know my boss telling me I did a great job, yeah, right? Yes. Um, and the yes. next promotion, yeah. As, as a time that, that things, yeah. things are yeah. going well, I had to figure out, okay, what is it that really makes me feel good and how can yeah. I create yeah. that for myself? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, to be honest, I think my whole, you know, I, I believe that, you know, every step along our journey is just helping us to get to where we need to go. Right, right. Um, right. And without that whole path, I wouldn't have ended up where I am right now. Yeah. Right. Um, And so that's why I remain open to where where I go next, (laughs) you know, where the universe sends me, where I'm directed. Um, And um, because I believe we also change and grow and the things that um, mean meant a lot to me 10 years ago are uh, not going to be the same thing yes. that's mean a lot to me 10 years from now
0: definitely definitely
1: and I love what you said because you know again it's definitely a
0: learning curve and we have to redefine our measures of success um and that's and that, and that was a that was a huge learning for me personally as well because if that's what you want in the corporate world that was your success why 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 did you stay there and then you find yourself beating yourself up In your entrepreneurial world or your new world, because you're not getting, as you said, the same validation. So, but it's a whole different, it's a whole different world. And you have to go back to rethink, revisit what are your values? Why did you do the change? Why did you make that change? And how do you know you've made the right move in that
1: change? The measures are much yeah. different.
0: Measures yes. are very different.
1: Yeah, And for me, it's important to measure how I feel. Yes. Because, um, you know, I had gotten to a place in banking where I would I would feel like I'm, there's a Bob Marley song that he sings. There's one line, he says, you think you're in heaven, but you're living in hell. Right? Yeah. yeah. Because I said, oh my God, I wanted for so long to yes. be in banking. Yeah. Right. And I did, I took all the steps to work towards getting this career in banking. Yeah. And here I am. Yeah. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Is this, is this <laughs> it, is it? Right. right? <laughs> exactly. And so for me, success is really about, you know, how I feel. You yeah. know, yeah. do I feel like fulfilled? Yeah. You know, yeah. am I, do I feel like I'm serving others? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do I feel like I'm continuing? to grow and to learn and develop. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 a very different um definition definitely. Um, That's what I had in my twenties for sure. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, so that would normally be my last
0: question. What does success feel like? But you've answered that in advance. So that's that, that's well, that's fine. So Kaylin, what advice would you share with any woman um looking to make that career switch or that that career? I mean, some I mean, right now some people are being forced to do that. So it's a bit of a, you know, so I think both you and I have been quite fortunate to choose to take that step, but what advice would you share with any woman who's about to start on their, on their transition?
1: I would say, get to know yourself. So spend time with yourself. Yeah. Spend time with yourself, really understanding what are the things that bring you joy, thinking through your whole career. What were the aspects of your career that really lit you up? Right. Was it being able to work with a team? Was it being able to serve others? Was it building relationships? Yeah. Um, you know, so understanding what what are those elements of um of the job that you loved? Um, thinking also about what what are your strengths? Yeah. Right. Um, because I know that you know, we have to um not have to, but many of us work on. Overcoming our weaknesses, yes. right? Yeah. I do think that that's uh, important. If you think it's it's necessary for your journey, mm. but I don't think we spend enough time acknowledging and playing towards our strengths. Very true. Um, and and identifying what those are, yeah. right? Because many of us are just and humility is a great strength. But we have to also recognize yeah. Um, yeah. what we have to offer and the value that we bring. Yeah. And so taking time to recognize that, yeah. I would say talk to many people, you know. So along my journey, I actually ask people, what, 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 strength, what strength did you see in me? <laughs> right. Um, because I, it was hard for me to identify my own strengths, yeah. but other people see it easily. And so, you know, maybe talking to friends, family, co-workers, um, asking them, what do they see as your strengths to get a kind of a sense if you're having challenges with that? Um, And definitely, I would say, talk to many people doing different things because you never know what might spark an interest in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that... um, we are all connected now everybody's on zoom you can reach out to anyone in any part of the world and and arrange to have a call with them and um many people have been open i mean i've been surprised i've been reaching out to random people on on linkedin and say you know saw your post i saw your um profile and you know i would love to be able to connect and meet up with you And I think that that's very valuable um, because you get a sense of what you you want, but also what you don't want. Yeah, absolutely.
0: um, Just as important. important. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think the other beauty of switching mid-career is that, you know, you do know yourself better. Yeah. Right. You know yourself better and what you're willing to um, accept and what you're absolutely You know, no questions asked, you're not going to accept. And so I think that that's a a benefit um, of switching at this time. And
0: and it's an interesting thing you said that, well, all of it was interesting, but you touched on humility. And it's always an issue I have because we, you know... I always tell women, if we don't talk about our strengths and our, our successes, how are people going to learn about how good we are? Yet yes. we're taught that to brag, you know, yes. to, you know to, to, to brag. It's not, it's, not, it's not seemly. It's not, you know, it's not, the, it's not the done thing. You know, you should let the results talk themselves. But if people don't know where the results are coming from, they don't actually know who did it. So yes. so for me, I have, I, I, you know, I've never been one to be humble um it's always a challenge i've had um, <laughs> i think it's a great challenge personally i think it's a great challenge um but yeah i think humility does sometimes hold uh, stops women from seeing their strengths and um uh, you know and, and the signs and the stuff that they could actually um what's what i'm looking at looking at take advantage of Because they take it for granted. It's just, we just go along. It's expected that I need to do this. But we don't see we don't see it as a stre- as a, as a strength. So yeah, that's a uh, humility we have a. Yeah, and,
1: and that's one of the things. I mean, that was a hurdle for me because yeah. to to overcome because I'm not like you, yeah. right? Um, and so again, taking myself outside of myself and seeing, yes. but I can help somebody, and I have not not that I just can help somebody. I have an obligation to help somebody. Right. I have a personal responsibility to help somebody. So therefore, as you said, I have to make Uh, myself known yes and that does mean talking about what I'm good at yeah 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 fabulous fabulous
0: so if you had um sorry Kelly, if you could share with us um, a success quote or a mantra that maybe you use and why it's meaningful to
1: you one I love all the time is all is well okay so whatever it feels like things are going in the wrong direction you know the whole world is turning upside down I'm not sure where to go I remind myself that all is well right you know the earth it continues to revolve around the sun right um, the seasons are going to continue to change new yes. plants are going up outside all the time and I'm just one part of this whole big universe. Um, and so just reminding myself of that, um, you know, and also reminding myself that, you know, every challenge that I've had in the past, I, it has helped me to become who I am today. Right. Right. So even though I might be experiencing a challenge right now, This might be for my greater good, right? This might be for my comeback story, right? Um, So just all is well. Excellent.
0: I love that. I love that.
1: So we're coming down to our last couple of questions. Um,
0: What are the three things you've learned about yourself during this
1: whole whole career transition? Three things I've learned about myself. I've learned that I'm much more resourceful. Okay, And I've given myself credit for being able to tap into, you know, I may not have all the answers, but you know, I know somebody who will know somebody who has the answers. Um, And to me, that also makes problems seem a lot smaller Mm -hmm. when you know you can reach out and, and tap into other things. Um, what else have I learned about myself? I've learned um that my empathy is a blessing. Okay. So I've grown up being told, oh, you're so sensitive, you're so sensitive. You know, and it was always, it was not sent, it was not said to me as if it was a a, a positive trait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's my empathy which helps me to build my relationships. Right. Right. um and that has been um really the key to my success throughout my career yeah. um being able to build um relationship and connect with people and to see what's not being said yeah. right um, yeah. to understand yeah. the emotion underneath underneath it um so definitely being able to tap into that and and play to that strength is yeah. important um and i think the other thing I've learned is definitely that I have a strong need to always be learning and growing, and learning and growing, and yeah. doing more. Um, and in my career, that happened naturally yeah. because you know I was promoted, yes. I got yes. new responsibility, yeah. I got yeah. expanded responsibility, so it was always there. But and in my entrepreneurship life right? It started off that way, right? Because there was so much to learn, right? I had to learn social media, I have to learn yes. building a website, yes. I have to learn how to deliver and put together programs. Um, but then I got to a place where, you know, it was more or less set up and it was structured um, and it was running, but I it just, I, I felt disconnected from my own business, um, again, I love these sessions with my clients. I love facilitating and delivering, um, but I felt separate from my business. And so, right. reminding myself that I have to keep um, growing and learning um, to keep myself motivated and excited. You know, that's something that I absolutely need. And um, and so that's in all aspects of my life, personal and professional. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you'd be pleased to hear that was my last question, Kaylin. But if people or listeners want to hear more about or know more about what you do, how can they find find you and connect with you?
1: Well, The easiest place is on LinkedIn. Um, so you can just search for me, Keelan Bartholomew, on LinkedIn. Um, or you can visit my website. It's um, www.spiritednatural.com. Excellent. And I'll be
0: sure to put that in the, in the show notes. So,
1: Kaylin, that, as I said,
0: was my last question. It was great interviewing today. We could have t- talked for hours. Um, thank you so much for sharing your insights and being so open with us. And this woman can today.
1: And thank you so much for having me and for this work that you're doing. I think it's so important for us to share our stories. And so I'm really happy to be able to support in this way.
0: Thank you. And how wonderful was that conversation with Kaelin? There were so many gems. You could see me getting exciting, excited um, during the call um, or the conversation where she talked about how her identity was often entwined with um, who she was and working out who, who she was and the impact on her body. And there's so many things that we as women put in our way to stop us changing career. So I've got some help for you. I'm going to help with that because if you're thinking of changing careers but you're really unsure of what's stopping you and trust me, there's a myriad of things that could be doing it and I speak from experience then you can register for my free program Change Your Career Without a Financial Fear because quite often the way we talk to ourselves daily chips away at our confidence and keeps us from making that successful career transition making that move we know we need to do. In the programme, you'll discover which unconscious mind traps have been in your way, have been have you spinning your wheels, keeping you stuck, keeping you small and preventing you from getting to your next chapter. You can find the link in the show notes or you could head over to my website, janissutherland.com for more information, but you'll find lots more resources out there. We're there to help with your career transition. So with that said, don't forget, if I can... You can. This woman can. Take care. Until next time.